Hello everyone a very welcome back to Talking Optimism episode number 4 I really hope that you're all doing well and today uh, it's an auspicious day in India it's Vinayaka Chauthi I'm I'm recording this on Vinayaka Chauthi so I hope I pray to Lord Ganesha to you know uh, bring you all the happiness health and well-being and having said that I really really hope that you're all doing well and now for all of those who don't know what talking optimism is it's a show where i'll be bringing in a guest speaker mostly my friends and i'll be asking them five questions and listen to their perspectives and knowledge right that's for you all to listen to so without any further delay let's start the episode and our today's guest is robert arkas He's one of my dearest friends from Dublin, Ireland. Again, uh, Robert is a DJ by passion. And you know what? I'll 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 play some of his music in the background, just in case. Just a moment. I think it'll be cool. that play and again uh, to be exact you know to to talk about robert robert has co-founded papaya with two other passionate dj's and co-founded groove c protocol and higher stage uk he's also into project management and software development so uh, a little bit of back story about how we met So we both met on New Year's Eve in a club I guess um, it's called District 8 in Dublin Ireland So for the people who don't know I'm a huge fan of good music and I was there at the gigs uh, where Neelix played in Dublin and where when when Hotsins 82 played I was there and I also used to go to Zaz clubs right and and apart from that apart from those music as apart from those events Uh, the most events i was there, i was there were robs events you know i was i was mostly working on weekends but again i used to arrive late a bit, a bit late for his gigs but again i was there for the most part so before any further delay let's introduce let's bring robert on to the show Hello. 
Hey, Arvind. How are you, Robert? I'm good, good thanks. How are you? Very good well, to see very you. Doing well. Very well. So, how are you doing? It's been a while, right? I'm good. Yeah, it's been a while. You, when did you leave Ireland? Like, what, when, when? Yeah, my, I mean, my visa got, uh, I, I had some visa issues, so I had to leave the country. So, I left in Jan 2020. And then it all started. The pandemic started. Yeah. Okay. So you, you probably left in good time, no? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm with the family, so they're 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 like fine. So they, it's good for the family for sure. I mean, I'm with them, so they're doing well. So, Robbie, I'll ask you the first question. Uh, the first question is, you know, I've. First of all, it's a personal question. I mean, I've seen you interact with plenty of people in the most desirable way. And I do not have any doubt saying that you're you're happy, you're helpful and you're handsome and hardworking. But how do you do it, my friend? I mean, how, how um, I mean, could you share with us how, what drives you forward? Yeah, it's a, it's, it's a good question. Uh, I think it, 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 ta- it takes a while to, to find the, uh, what uh, what drives you forward but i think once you find it it it's there with you and it stays with you um, for the rest of the life um mu- music is one of the things that drives me forward uh, on on a personal level and it's something that i've been involved with for for a long time and it started as something that i was just simply interested in by by listening and by going out and then I, I started playing, uh, you know, on Spotify with my friends in, in their house before going out for a party. So for the first, you know, five, seven years, it was a very, very much a, a hobby and, and, and an activity that I do. And then I started um, doing DJing and a little bit uh, of, of actually making music myself. Um, but I think in terms of the music and where it fits in with my professional life i think what uh, what really helps helps me a lot is to have a balance between different things that i'm doing in life so although music is the thing that i'm most passionate about if i was only to do music i think i would go crazy because uh, you know like any other thing in life too much of a of a thing is of one thing is is not is not really good so i always try to have a balance with my professional life as well and my working life and i almost see that i have two two things in life uh, that I, uh, I i can rely on one is my my job and then one is my music and then one is my family and my friends so I, I think I invest an equal amount of effort into all of those things, into you know my job, my music, and then my friends and my family. And if one goes wrong, then the other two are are still there. Uh, so you know it's good to have this balance of of things that that you put your effort in. Because if you put your effort into everything, uh, into one single thing you you don't um, yeah you risk uh, you know sometimes Absolutely. being too upset uh, by, by it yeah so that's that's really great to know uh, uh, thank you so much for sharing as I said you know Robbie I've interacted with Robbie for quite a few times and I have to tell you uh, he's always uh, he's one of those things you know, he's one of those people I look up to when when it comes to uh, how we interact uh, how we interact with 
others and we we met in randomly very much randomly at a party and and it was a good interaction as well again so yeah that's good and so my second question to you is uh robin robin 2020 uh the past year was devastating for plenty of people right and a lot of people uh when it comes to job losses and they, they suffered a lot there are a lot of people suffered so but again at the same time uh there are people who got competent, who got generous, who got healthy and who got appreciated for what they have. So how was the 2020 for you? How was your 2020? Could you please let us know? Yeah, it's it's a difficult one to answer. I think you, you, you pointed out correctly, Arvind, that some people have had a really bad time and some people have had a really good time. And the way I see it is that, you know, the inequalities in the world uh, were maybe increased a little bit as a result of the pandemic. Those people who had a house where they could work from home from a separate room uh, maybe felt that their productivity was, was increasing as a result of working from home. You don't have to commute. But for other people who say have a family with kids and they have to work from home and they don't have their own space or for students that um, uh, don't have a room where they can work, um, the pandemic was really terrible. And I can only imagine, you know, um, this being even more different depending on which country in the world you live in. So I think on, on one hand, I felt that my in my situation i was privileged enough to be able to um, have a space where i can work relaxed and i can focus on my job but at the same time i know that deep down inside me i cannot be too happy about it because i know that at the same time other people in other parts of the world are suffering as a result of it but the way I managed to channel this energy or this conflicting energy is in my mind if I say, well, if I can use this free time that I have um, now that I work from home to be in a job where I can help others, in a way, the fact that I can use my free time to help others ultimately is helping and um, bring back the, the balance of things. And even though, you know, my one person's actions is not going to change the world from, you know, a karma perspective or, you know, a, a soul seeking perspective, I feel that that's the best I can do. So I'm happy that I can take advantage of working from home and, uh, you know, being in a, in a country where I can still allows me to focus on my job. But at the same time, I'm trying to do something positive with this energy because otherwise I feel too, um, too privileged and uh, too guilty. You know, I, I think it's, it's something that I always think about. Um, maybe other people don't, sorry, maybe other people don't. But um, for me, it was, um, it's important to, to look at everything as a whole rather than your own individual per, per, personality or life. Yeah, true that. I understand. Thank you so much. Thanks for sharing. That's that's a good perspective, to be honest. I mean, yes, uh, there are a lot of inequalities, and uh, we have to be grateful that for everything we had. I mean, I believe that you know, uh, I don't. Uh, for me personally, I don't think you know, uh, being guilty is is a good thing. Uh, but again, being grateful uh, would rather serve as well you know because when when we are good when we are 
when we are doing well we'll be able to uh, help others well so that's what i think i believe in uh, it's thank you for sharing your perspective and thank you so much uh, i'm i'm happy that you're doing well and uh, my third question to you is that you know uh, we all go through challenges right i mean uh, whether professionally and personally or, or everywhere, uh, anywhere else so could you share with us one challenge that you faced in the past decade like in the past uh, 2010 to 2020 one challenge you faced and the one challenge you are currently facing and if you can share with us how are you planning to overcome the challenges yeah um i think one of the the challenges that i faced is that uh, or for the last decade even now is that i have once you see the world uh, and you don't need to travel to see the world but once i guess you open up your mind to what is going on in the world and you understand that we're all connected and this place that we live in is something that we need to protect and make sure that everyone enjoys it in an equal way once you really realize that and you really feel it uh, within you and i feel that here for me for meditation helped a lot and thinking about um you know life from from that perspective helped a lot once you understand that the next question that you ask yourself is well what can i do and unfortunately i have a personality that i always look to do the best thing i always want to to do the best to find the best not necessarily because i have a big ego but because i i like to be efficient and when i like to be efficient i like to find the thing that is the most efficient so the thing that i struggled with was to try and find the job that is the most efficient at helping to solve the problems complex. that i see as yeah complex and i keep searching for years and years this thing that is the most efficient thing and i was thinking at first i was uh, working in it then i started working with uh, some local authorities uh, some local councils and now i'm thinking oh is the most effective thing to go into politics or is the most effective thing to study economics because that's where you know all the money in the world are going from so i have this never ending quest of wanting to find the most efficient thing and i think what i've learned and what i'm still learning about it is that there is no such thing as the most efficient thing uh, the only way you could find that is if you become the world's dictator and you tell everyone what to do but i don't think you want to become the world's dictator either so this idea of the most efficient uh, job out there uh, doesn't exist uh, so i've re- learned that no matter where you are and what job you have you can help in many different ways and whether or not you can have an impact that is say five times uh, more important than a person doing something else is not necessarily the key point because eh, those things have to happen everywhere so because just because you can do a bit more than the person next to you it doesn't mean that the effort of the person next to you is less important than the uh, effects that that you do uh, you simply have the capacity to do more 
and that means you just do more but it doesn't make it any better or, or any worse so my challenge has been to understand that uh, I cannot always uh, do everything and that I should be happy with the things that I can do from where I am still be ambitious still want to change things still want to do things but don't uh, destroy my soul by thinking that I always have to do something even better or even more uh, important. I think ambition is good, but you just have to make sure it works in your favor as opposed to against you. Exactly. That's great. That's great advice. Thank you so much. I mean, yes, ambition is very good and self-love is very good in that. So, yeah, my, thank you so much for sharing with us. And my fourth question uh, is again, uh, this, this is a question I see people talk about a lot uh, because, you know, people are now thinking because, you know, educator is being disrupted. And in today, in 2021, do you think is it it's worth pursuing a master's degree? I mean, what do you think so? And why do you think so? Could you please? Yeah, so, yep, no, I, I'm happy to, a master's degree, so I, initially when I graduated, I, I studied computer science, and then I worked as an IT person for about seven to, to eight years, and then as I mentioned before, I became increasingly passionate about changing, um, the you know, trying to change the world, trying to make the world a better place. And the more I was trying to do things in, a, in my job, the more I realized that actually, I don't really know if what I'm doing is actually helping anyone. I didn't know that uh, me working on this project is gonna help uh, you know, improve somebody's life in this other place. There were so many degrees of separation from what I was doing to what the real impact was. And at that point, I realized that there is so much to learn, that there, the world is a very complex place and that um, there you need to constantly uh, be able to uh, keep up with what is going on in the world. And that's a good thing and that's, that, that's a bad thing. But I think especially because I studied computer science and I worked in IT, I never really studied about politics or economics or climate change or anything like that. So I reached a point where I felt I want to study. I need to study. It's good for me. It's good for what I want to do in the future. And that's why I went and I did a master's. So for me, the, the primary purpose for wanting to do a master's was to study and, 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 and learn more. And I feel that is a very healthy relationship because uh, you you know what you want uh, and you're doing it for yourself and the effort you put in is what you get out of it. So I see a lot of people doing masters or even MBAs straight out of university because they think that uh, that is the way you're going to get a, a very highly paid job. My advice would be that a master's uh, is really useful when you want to specialize into something. And if you've studied for three years or four years in university and then you go into a master's, the chances are that after you're going to finish your master's, you're going to start working. 
you're going to see things from a different perspective than when you were when you're studying. So I think the purpose of a master's might be better suited for somebody who did uh, a few years of working uh, and uh, realized what it is that they enjoy working or what they want to specialize in and then going and, and doing uh, the master's. Um, but as I said, the pr primary thing for me was that I am actually learning and uh, you know studying something new and finding out new information, not necessarily because it was a financial investment uh, as such. You know. Thank you so much. Uh, thanks for sharing. Uh, to be honest with you, <coughs> for me that that's pretty much informative. I mean, when when people are talking about doing masters, uh, some of them I'm I'm not saying everyone, but again, some of them will not have a clue about why to actually pursue masters and and whatever you said that actually makes sense and everyone can uh, people can learn from it if they uh, why to decide for masters and. You know, thank you so much for sharing. So that's what I wanted to say. No um, so my fifth question to you, Robert, is uh, about friendships and relationships, and you know, how much of an impact uh, do you think friendships and relationships will have on one's well-being? You know, apart from upskilling and hard work. Yeah. So I think you can. There's, I guess, there's different ways you can look at it. There's friendships, and then there's connections and networking, so professional connections and and friendships. I think everyone needs friends, and everyone can can learn from from their friends. So I I think that having a a social uh, life is is good, but I think everyone is different in terms of the degree of friendships that you can have, and. I see, I have a few friends who are very happy to have two or three really good friends that uh, they spend most of their time with, they go on holiday together with them or, or they chat with them. And they have other friends who have a lot, a lot of friends and uh, they always try to meet new people and do new things as well. I think I find myself in the second category where I have a lot of friends, maybe because I'm doing music and DJing and parties and I have a lot of friends but I've also reached a point in the last few years when I'm asking myself am, is is having too many friends giving me uh, a lot of stress because I always try to respond to my friends messages on time I always want to make sure that I catch up with one friend from time to time and that means that you have to spend a lot of your time on the mobile trying to arrange between different friends so I think there is a limit to <laughs> how many friends you can have as well uh, so uh, there's no I guess good or uh, r bad or wrong thing about how many friends you have even if you have two really good friends and that's that's all you have and you're happy with that i think that's that's absolutely perfect if you like to have a lot of friends and make new friends all the time meet me new people um i i also think uh, that's uh, that's really good so um, i think it just depends and it just depends on everyone and maybe who knows maybe even people who don't have friends are still happy so whatever makes you happy i suppose um, in terms of, um, I guess, the beyond friendship and maybe looking at kind of professional uh, life, um, I think in, 
having a network of people that you can rely on uh, is is also really important. So, for example, uh, I always offer to help uh, people that maybe I haven't necessarily had a strong connection with before but just offer to help with with something and then in the future you never know they might offer you something in return so even in terms of your professional um, career just uh, having that ability to just keep in touch with people from from time to time and the offer to offer your your help to other people can can be a really good thing and you know that can be through charities or through your job or through just simply helping out uh, friends and and family so i think i think having a balance of 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 friends uh, and i guess um you know uh, working life uh, network of of people that can help you is 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 a good thing so that's uh, that's how i see it yeah thank you so much again the thing is like uh my, the reason I asked you the question is like I, I mean I see we all see a uh, lot of, lot of times, people are talking about hard work, hustle, and you know uh, they're talking about upskilling, and I believe that you know sometimes you know having a good relationship, having a good connection, as you said, uh, in in a professional circuit, could become handy and and would might would make your probably work day or, or day or hour or, or week of your work easier. So. So for that reason, uh, yeah, thank you so much for sharing as well. Uh, so Robbie, finally, so that's the that's the five questions I wanted to ask you. And but again, if you if you listen to the show, I generally ask five more questions. Short and sweet. There'll be there'll be a rapid fire. A couple of you know, uh, make it make it uh, a kind of. Uh, relaxing environment probably so uh, my question to you the first question is a simple one uh, what's your favorite genre of music uh, house yeah perfect house. perfect house music that's good uh, yeah and the second question is <clears throat> if you have to travel to one place which you have never traveled before, never been to, what would it be? And you can only go to that place once. I mean, uh, I mean, you can only go to one place, one of that place. One of that place. Yeah, maybe at the moment I would think of, uh, um, yeah, maybe the southern part of, of Africa, um, maybe even South Africa or other other places around there. Um, yeah, maybe as, as a region, South, south of perfect, Africa. Yeah. Perfect, great, great. South Africa, probably safaris and all, yeah? Something like that, yeah, yeah. That's good. So my third question to you is, you know, Robbie, you know, I don't prepare these questions as well, so I have to, I have to come back, I have to come up with them. So yeah. my third question to you now is, Music or what else? Music or computing? Which which one would be if you have to pick one as a hobby? As a hobby, as yeah, the hobby. 
well, m music because I I do computers in my day job, so I I like to do something different for for after work. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. <coughs> and the fourth question to you is like, if you go invisible, I mean, if you can if you can be become invisible for a day, what will you do? I mean, it's it's tomorrow. You you woke wake up tomorrow and you're invisible. Nobody can see you. So what will you do tomorrow? Yes, good question. I would maybe just go in all the in all people in in people's houses and just observe how they go about their their day in their own house. You know, just see what what sort of routines people have and just sit there and and observe yeah that's what i would do that's cool understand so is it, is that you know you want to try to learn something or you want to i think you would just be so much fun i, I think you will laugh yeah. at the craziest i if if somebody came and watched me in the morning like do the things that i do they'll yeah. they're probably thinking what the hell is going on <laughs> that's cool yeah understand so yeah perfect and the final question here robbie uh another question would be your favorite pastime uh, apart from music apart from uh you know working or apart from meeting friends and parties your one of your hobbies that probably nobody else not a lot of people know Before I got into music, I wanted to program LED lights that they can be used in the club. So when you go out and you want to have a visual effect, you'd have these LED lights that would flash in your face. Yes. So I um, bought a, an Arduino board, which was the mini computer, mm -hmm. and I connected it to an, uh, uh, a piece of LED lighting that I then had to program so that the LED lighting would respond to the music in terms of the number of lights that were being turned on and turned off uh, at one point. So I was sort of a visual uh, DJ, visual jokey, visual jokey, that's the word, VJ. That's you know, cool. there was the disc jokey and then VJ is like visual jokey. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. I mean, do you still do that? I mean, do you, do you get to do that or do you get time to do that? Well, now I'm a DJ, so I'm not a VJ anymore. <laughs> All right, cool. I mean, you're still there. I mean, that's good. Um, I, you're still there. Still a, still a jokey. Yeah, I mean, you play well. Uh, first of all, all the listeners, I mean, if you haven't listened to, I think most of most of my friends, I mean, some of, some of my friends listen to you already. And someday, if you didn't listen to Robbie yet, uh, I think you should. Uh, he has a couple of sets on SoundCloud. I, I listened to them already, and he plays well. I mean, that's for sure. And you will, you you will tell that to me. That's for sure. So that's all for today. And 